WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Kuralt, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Hank Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's this is Art Divine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Waynetta is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Gale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike Ann and Rufus. Well, we're back on WPTF of the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here, along with Brother Rufus. Rufus, you're going to stay much longer? We'll you, stay about 50 minutes. Okay, because you have uh, uh, the great Locke Faircloth, uh, Senator Locke Faircloth, uh, is, uh, passed away recently, and there's a memorial service in Clinton. For him, and uh, he was a, a good friend of Rufus and uh, ran against Rufus, but then after Rufus uh, won the nomination in uh, 1984, uh, Locke Faircloth helped you in he that race. He did. He was a man of his word. Yeah. So you can't beat that <laughs> from anybody, a, a person who uh, does what they say they're going to do. 
Uh, mm-hmm. That you can't can't buy that. That's that's just that's gold. And uh, a lot of you know he um, he he was a, a great man, and as you mentioned, a great farmer. Uh, he had oh absolutely. He owned more farmland in Sefton County at one time than anyone. Yeah, with uh, sweet potatoes, mm-hmm. uh, cattle. Uh, he's a he's a, he used uh, he was a great believer in the extension service too. He told me one time. Yes, I I, I know he doing. was. Yeah, I, I interviewed him one time in Washington <clears throat> in '94. And uh, uh, yeah, he he that was part of the uh, yeah he that was part of what he discussed. Uh, he talked a lot about agriculture and uh, the extension service and and uh, farmers. Uh, you know, farmers just mm, thank God for them. They uh, they uh, have uh, have had a tough time in the last uh, twenty years at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's a real chancy game, but we got to have them. Thank goodness we do have them. Uh, so uh, Steve is in Garner. Steve, how you doing this morning? First off, I want to thank you guys for letting me uh, talk about the, the uh, sale we had last week. Yeah, the Garden Hut in Fuquay. Yeah, how was that? It, it turned out very <clears throat> well, uh, considering that we had that hard rain. Yeah. had uh, a lot of people come up uh, that had heard, you on the, heard, heard me on the radio and came by and, and uh, bought some daylilies. So we sold quite a bit. Uh, from what the the, uh, the final was, we sold almost everything. Oh, wow, that is that is uh, wonderful. It came out pretty good. Uh, and I thank you very much yes, for sir. advertising on the radio. Absolutely. Yes, sir. We're glad to do that. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing uh, how many people... We're brave enough to come out. Uh, it's amazing how many people listen to this show. I'm I'm, all, I'm always uh, amazed at that. Uh, uh, for those that are listening that came by and bought uh, daylilies, we sold one called Big Bird, and uh, it turns out that uh, the guy that was helping us dig uh, dug the wrong clump. And uh, we ended up, we think it's uh, Priscilla's dream. So if you bought a big bird, it's Priscilla's dream, not big bird. <laughs> and if you oh, bought funny. big bird, the clump was not touched. So I could dig some up if you need, if somebody wants a replacement plant. Oh, that's neat. When, when is your, uh, y'all meet, uh, do y'all meet monthly? Yes. And our next meeting is. <laughs> the second Tuesday in October, and we're meeting at the Powell, we're right now still meeting at Powell Road uh, Community Center, and uh, we're, uh, we're open to, if you want to come. Um, next year, though, we're going to be meeting at the uh, uh, Arboretum. Sunday afternoons at two o'clock, uh, beginning next year. And the best way to know for sure uh, what's going on is check our website, 
beginning in January, and we should have more details. All right, very good. And while we're talking about it, uh, now is the time of to to replant, mm-hmm. and uh, just as a, a, a help. I can give you the way I replant mine, and it's a good way, and I, I, I haven't had that many failures. Um, in clay soil, we want to make sure that when you dig the hole, you scour the outside edges of the hole. You don't want to dig a clay pot and then put something down in it. So what I do is I, if I'm in a fresh hole, I dig my hole with a, a shovel. Then I take a pigmatic and take the pick side, and I'll pick the, the outside edge, uh, the inside edge of the hole, and just kind of uh, break the soil up a little bit. Then I put a mixture of cow manure and topsoil and the clay that comes out together, back in the hole, mix it well, and then I put the root in there. And then I put uh, root starter, uh, some sort of uh, root root starter that helps it uh, for, for root shock. And that works really well for me. Well, that's, um, you don't mess around when, when it comes to daylilies. I know that. Well, I've had a good year this year. I made a lot of deer food. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, folks can, can find your garden how, Steve? Uh, Tell go them. to our website, Raleigh Day Lily Club. Just uh, Google that or Bing it or whatever search engine you use. Um, uh, it comes up, and once you're in the website, down at the bottom there's a tab called... Uh, uh, d- uh, display gardens. If you click on that, my garden is called Just One More. And they can get my phone number and address. That's right. And you've, you've given people plants if they come out there before. Yeah. Sir, repeat that again. I say you, uh, it, when people come out there, quite often you have given people plants. Yes, I do. I, I, I will share. Yeah. And, As most uh, gardeners do. We actually had five blooms yesterday. Wow. Is that unusual? Well, they're... Repeat bloomers? Late. Yeah, and and some of them are surprises. We haven't <laughs> had rebloom on some of the ones that are reblooming right now. Mm. So it's, uh, we've had a, a, an amazing year this year. So I'm, I'm really happy with it. All right. Well, Steve, always nice talking to you, buddy. I've I've been I'm strong enough now that I am exhausting myself. <laughs> well, don't exhaust yourself, but I'm glad you can do it. I didn't wake up till ten o'clock this morning. Oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I don't All think right. I could do that. <laughs> Not with my schedule. Well, I, I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I love you guys. You take care, Steve. Sure enough. Bye-bye. Bye bye. All right, uh, we will take a, a quick break. We want to say, uh, Rufus, is it time for you to go, or I don't want to keep you. I'll have I'll have it all. I'm getting in a, a car with my dear friend, uh, special agent Keith Whitfield, 
and we'll keep it on for a little while. But, well, but I, um, I'm I'm getting ready to go. I'm so glad I'm, you are being guarded and guarded well. Well, he's been a very faithful friend of mine for years. Was he uh, an SBI agent? Uh, did he have the same job partly when uh, you were in office? He had the same job when when I was uh, Secretary of State, and he's uh, been with uh, uh, DMV for years and was a captain over there. Oh, wow. Well, that's wonderful also, that y'all can uh, can talk about old times. and, and uh, can. Yeah. All right, my friend. Uh, we love you, and, and uh, you take care of yourself, and we'll see you next week at the Farmer's Market. We'll see people at the Farmer's Market. All right, buddy. Okay. Take care, Rufus. Bye. Bye. The in- extraordinary Rufus Edmonston. Indeed. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so uh, Dan, Brother Dan, is in charge of the State Fair uh, Flower Show area. Dan, we're going to take a break, and, and we'll come back and talk to you, my friend. And uh, that'll happen here. It's 1020. You're listening to the longest running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener. Uh, Mike Rayleigh here. I had to think for a minute. Yeah, got Mike Rayleigh here. Uh oh. Okay, hold on. I was saying earlier you're doing really good for your age, I, yeah, but uh... I don't know. Eh. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, folks at uh, hey, all kinds of stuff going on today. Uh, the botanical gardens having their uh, fall plant sale until one, and uh, I'm hopefully we can get uh, Dan to, Dan Stern to call in. We got Dan's all over the place and including Dan Danford uh, at the Flower Show. He's in charge of the Flower Show at the State Fairgrounds. Dan, you're up to your ears, aren't you, buddy? Yes, sir, Mike. I sure am. It is crunch time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you. what do you got, two weeks? Less than. Less than two weeks? Yeah, less oh. than because this Friday, um, uh, well, actually Saturday, is when intake starts for container plants and um, you know, stuff like that, terrarium, scarecrows, wheelbarrows. So, and then, um, for us, I mean, that's really when the fair starts. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I've been trying to, believe it or not. <clears throat> oh, last night. And by the way, I was out here last night and I got to hear, um, uh, Bill Cower. He was, I guess, inducted into the ring of honor. ring of honor. Yeah. That was a, a really big deal at carter finley stadium i could hear it going on because i was on my hands and knees planting panties <laughs> Gosh. oh my goodness oh. well it's uh i hope it's a good year for pansies i hope they yeah. i know the cool weather they All probably right. like I'm that on the radio right now huh i was talking to one of the state fair guys he's like hey i heard the commercial the other day hey yeah on the air right now that's uh, so, uh I'm excited about you guys going to be out here again a couple days at the beginning of the fair. Absolutely, it's uh, it's it's it, it was wonderful last year. I look forward to it so much this year, and uh, that's my favorite place, uh, except for the hot dog stand, which is no longer there. Uh, 
they uh, Holder's Hot Dogs closed up a uh, year before last, and I guess uh, after, I don't know, 60 years or something, and mm-hmm. uh, that made me sad. But uh, we're, we're finding other venues. <laughs> hey, I have my go-to hot dog guy. He's been here several years, and he's just a little walk up from the... Uh, what, what is your hot dog place? Tim's. Tim's Old Time Hot Dogs. Tim's Old Time Hot Dogs. All right. Well, I'm going to try that when I go out there. He's been out here for years, and um, definitely a good hot dog. Does he make his own chili? You know what? I don't know. Yeah, I like chili. I don't like a lot of things on on the hot dog, but I, I do like good chili. And I'm well, spoiled by eating it uh, at the roast grill. So, yeah. uh, but it, at any rate, I'll I'll give Tim's hot dogs a try. Yep, Tim's old time hot dogs. Um, so just something really exciting about this year coming up. Um, we have a couple of new things down here. One of them is a butterfly house. Oh, a so butterfly house. Wow, where's yeah. that? Where- well, we had to tear down the lower greenhouse because it was just in such poor condition. Uh-huh. So we ended up with this cement pad there, and there's a perfect place to put a butterfly house. Very cool. Oh, I bet oh, you're having fun. fun with that, yeah. So I'm trying to get that all prepared and ready. And then another thing I'm super excited about, I've been wanting to do this for years, Um I finally did it this year. I installed a sensory garden. Hmm. Cool. So this do the is plants the garden. do the do the plants spit at you, or I mean, do they like the <laughs> the uh, Venus flytraps and all those things they that sense, they sense when you're coming and they just run. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure they well, people do the same thing. My wife does that. She just takes off running. So what, so what it is is a garden with a lot of different. Um, herbs that i encourage people to touch i want them to touch it and smell uh, what rosemary's like and lavender oh yeah chocolate mint strawberry mint um sages so uh all the different i got a bunch of different times in the garden so it should be pretty exciting um because you know i've had a lot of um special needs folks coming through the garden mm-hmm. um some blind people that have come through and I would love for them to go through it and do exactly that. Just touch the plant, smell it. So oh, yeah. Pretty excited about it. I'll bet so. You, you, you're, I know it's a lot of work, but you really pour everything into it, and you really like it, don't you? You love it. Well, and, and i got to echo, Mike, that the, the flower and garden area is the best part of the yeah. fair. I mean, we've had some extraordinary uh, people agreed. like Irv agreed. Evans and mm-hmm. so forth. Hey, Dan, hold on. Can you hold on a, a minute so we can do news and come back? Of course. All right. Hold on, buddy. And we'll uh, – Dan Danford out at the State Fairgrounds. The State Fair's coming up in less than two weeks. So excited about that. And the flower show area is uh, is certainly one of the most popular areas of the State Fairgrounds. And it's there are places that you can sit. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of places you can go. Everybody's looking for some place to sit down for a minute. And that's a nice place you can you can relax there because it's uh you're away from you know all of the all of the noise for a while more of the weekend gardener coming up on wptf
We're back on WPTF of the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here, 919-860-9783. We're talking to Dan Danford, who is in charge of the Flower Show area at the North Carolina State Fairgrounds. Is it uh, October 12th that it starts, uh, 12th through the 22nd? Is that right, Dan? Yes, October 12th through the 22nd. Um, The first day, I think it opens at like noon. Yes. Um, so, but we'll be all ready, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. What, what, uh, what are the finishing touches? I mean, what, what, what is it that, uh, you always have to rush to, to get done? Well, so next week is when I get, um, all the mums, all uh, have to be, you know, set and we're looking at about 1500 mums and then some pumpkins, boxes of pumpkins and gourds. Um, so it's all the fun final touches on the display beds, the big display beds. Um, all the other beds, you know, have planted already for the most part. Um, and fertilizing, making sure the stuff looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm always so, blown, I'm always blown away by the competition gardens. It's, and it's just everybody's a, been, everyone's been working really hard at it. So there's some really nice stuff or some stuff that's looking pretty good out here as far as that goes. So Yeah, it's amazing what, what people do with those. And, and you can go out there and get ideas for your own landscape too, which is pretty cool. Definitely, definitely. There's a lot of plants people don't realize how well they do in our area. Um, so especially some of these <clears throat> summer annuals, how long they can last. Um, before it's time to, you know, say bye-bye for them. So um, you'll see a lot of different summer annuals out here. You'll see some, a lot of nice perennials. And like I said, I'm real excited. I'm sitting in the butterfly chair in the herb garden right now, or the sensory garden. Yeah, you can really get, it's kind of like uh, any Arboretum Botanical Garden, you can get a lot of great ideas uh, for, for plants mm-hmm. uh, that will work in your landscape. Yep. And, and what's nice is that you have these com- competition gardens. Um, some of them are, are shady gardens. They don't get hardly any sun, so you can get a good idea of some good shade plants. Mm-hmm. And there's the other gardens that are in full sun, and you can get an idea of really the stuff that can handle our, our hot sun. So, well, Dan, um, I, I look forward to seeing you all. I'm, I, I'm trying. Are we out there the first couple of days? Yeah, I think it's. Around the noon hour? Yes. Yeah, like we did last year. Okay. Yeah, and I'll get you that VIP pass so that you can just park right outside the flower house. Oh, hey, I'll man. tell you, that uh, that that was uh, one of the great parts of it. <laughs> but, but I truly, truly enjoyed uh, being out there. That was that was wonderful. It was right after I got inducted into the ncab hall of fame too and and uh it was just all of it was it was a very special week so i I look for yeah i have a question for you dan yes so how many you know you have container plants that people enter and cut flowers how many entries do y'all have this year so um for container plants it's just right at right over 300 and then if you're talking about for the three cut flower competitions we have, close to 9,000 entries registered. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I had just <laughs> over 450 in Lee County. Uh, and that, yeah, 9,000, I can't even imagine. I hope you have an army of Master Gardener volunteers helping you. Harnett, Harnett County Master Gardeners have been fantastic in working with me 
on um, intake days, we call them, for cut flowers. Um, they send a team of people, and this is what, exactly what we need. So, Who is the extension agent down there? You know what? I'm not sure the so, person's name because... Maybe they um, don't have one. Maybe it's she just does. A, nope, they do. Selena McCoy is the horticulture oh, agent McCoy, in Harney County. Oh, Selena McCoy, I've heard of her. She, oh, yeah, yeah, she works real hard. Oh, yeah. I didn't know so if they mine. if they had taken over or something, if there was a, a coup. No. Well, the idea is that you have some really go-getter master gardeners, and she has yeah. a really good group of folks who, I know that Paul who self-organize. Does. Yeah, Paul has some, some great Well, ones. like I said, they send out an army of people on those days, and it's fantastic. My contact good. with them is uh, one of their members who works out here with me. Excellent. Oh, and very good. He, he kind of coordinates everything um, and helps uh, – the extension agent, you know, with, you know, getting people involved. So, well, Dan, I appreciate it, buddy. And now we'll see you in, in less than two weeks. Sounds good, Mike. And call us, call us next Saturday. If you want to, you're welcome to. Um, yeah, I can do that. I should, yeah. be, uh, if you, if around. you have only, if you have time, but we, we, uh, love hearing about it. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. See you soon. Thank you guys. See you at the fair, everyone. Uh, yes, sir. Stan Danford uh, in charge of the flower show at the state fairgrounds uh, for the state fair. And, uh, of course, uh, I mean, year-round, actually, but uh, certainly for the state fairs is when it uh, really blossoms. And uh, <laughs> S- uh, Stephen Keith is is out at uh, the North Carolina Botanical Gardens. And, yep, Stephen, good morning to you. Hey, Mike, how are you? We are fantastic, sir. Great. And uh, It's a beautiful day in North Carolina. We, we enjoyed having Dan Stern on last week, and, and oh, uh, yeah. that was a lot of fun. And and you got a big deal going out there and on out there until 1 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, we're over here at the North Carolina Botanical Garden. I know Dan Stern was on the show last week promoting our sale, and uh, I was trying to chase him down. And, boy, he is moving. He's just like a blur trying to get everything organized. I bet. I'm right here, uh, right in our courtyard garden, down here at the North Carolina Botanical Garden in Chapel Hill. We have all our perennials on sale. I'm like, in front of one table, I have Eastern Beard Tongue, Small Beard Tongue, Downy Phlox, Obedient Plant, Carolina Silk Grass, and- Narrow Leaf Mountain Mint. It's just a bunch of native perennial yeah and that's that's the idea to plant native and that's uh what y'all are featuring and that's uh really what the botanical gardens is uh, a facility for native plants sure is we uh try to be that botanical garden that showcases the plants of north carolina and the southeast if you want to learn the plants of this area definitely come down and visit the botanical garden we're open tuesday through sunday and every once in a while, we have these big plant sales. So our fall plant sales today is going till 1 o'clock. We not only have those wildflowers, but we also have trees and shrubs. I was just walking over here. There's a big crowd here, so I'm having to I bet. sneak my way around. But we probably have about eight species of oak trees here. Oh, excellent. into oak trees. Mm. Uh, wow. we got northern red oak and water oak and blackjack oak and even have a favorite. few longleaf pines on the sale oh wow yeah you know there's some longleaf pines there's a there's a small group of longleaf pines that were planted by the first lady of the governor's mansion and they they look like they're pretty happy and i think yeah. uh, they are happier if they're planted in, in a little grove maybe mm-hmm. more than oh well plant. they love yeah they love full sun yeah and they like to be uh kind of like 
in their natural habitat, they kind of really a kind of a sandy soil. Yeah. Uh, we see them grow really well east of Raleigh. Absolutely, uh, and south of Raleigh. Here, so, they just get a little. They get a little ice on them, though. They they don't like that. Yeah. In the winter. Absolutely, we had some uh, at my house when I was growing up. So it's a, uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's really neat. All of the things. It's a beautiful place. What about parking, Stephen? Oh well, you know we have our um, parking lot right here that holds about a hundred cars, and we got some parking attendants out there. So so far. People have been coming in, shopping, and leaving, and more people are coming in. So we haven't run out of parking yet. Wonderful. But we also have some uh, extra parking alongside the road coming in. But uh, parking is, is going well. Excellent. Come on over. Don't let that hold you up. Usually, you know, if you think about Chapel Hill, everybody's like, oh, you can't find a place <laughs> to park in Chapel Hill. But we have parking at the North Carolina Battalion. Fantastic. Stephen, thank you so much for uh, for enriching North Carolina with those beautiful botanical gardens and for uh, giving us an update this morning. Yeah, I appreciate that. We actually have a weekend gardener table. You know, we appreciate you guys supporting us. We have we're handing out your brand new magazine. Fan, that's wonderful. I gave out so many, I had to run upstairs and get the other box that Carolyn dropped. Up oh, for. wow! Have the show on the on the iPad over here so people are listening to you hey, oh man. cool thank you yeah. alton you heard me talking about the symphotrichium con- uh con color this morning yeah everybody should have one of those so in we're, their garden. we're just yucking it up as usual over here <laughs> <laughs> well, we're enjoying it we're enjoying it thank you so much Stephen. Okay. you Great. take care buddy and uh right. we'll see Everybody you soon enjoy thank we'll you here till one o'clock one o'clock all right okay bye-bye thank you and that's not far from the – it's right there at the Finley Golf Course, which is being worked on and uh, renovated. And it's not far from the Dean Smith Center, uh, well, if that you, gives you an idea. And, you know, the thing about native plants, it, it's not that anybody needs to go out and, like, and el- eliminate every single non-native plant in your landscape. You know, I mean, there, there's, there's absolutely wonderful non-native plants that we can use but we don't use enough natives and we need to, you know, if, if every gardener would, would have a goal of adding more natives to your, to your landscape, um, uh, it, it, it helps out as, as I sound like a broken record, but helping out the pollinators, helping out the birds. We can't um, talk about, uh, stress, how important pollinators are to, you know, we really right, right. can't no. talk about that too much. Yeah. No. Paul, that's a great point. Um, I get a lot of people pushing back. Well, what about you know non-native plants? And I have a real big problem. I'm always talking about invasive plants, which have a very specific. That is a very specific type of plant right. that is both non-native and it causes ecological and mm-hmm. economic damage mm-hmm. when it escapes cultivation, and which is different than an aggressive plant or one that just kind of runs around your yard. Invasive plants kind of escape your yard and kind of get out of control. Can you give us an example of an invasive plant? Oh, man, of course I can. Good, good. good. Wound up now. Microstegium. Bradford pears and calorie pears. Oh, gosh. Who would have ever thought that Bradford pears would become such a problem? But if you drive uh, through North Carolina during the the late winter— and oh, man. seeing all of the white blooms out in just yeah. everywhere. The 440 loop is like a calorie pear paradise yeah. in March. It's crazy. Cut them, cut them down. Get yeah. rid of them if you can. If you if you have the means to do that, get uh, yeah. rid of those uh, those trees. They just it's, it's very unfortunate. It's not. It's the ornamental 
pears. It's not. It's so it's a Pyrus caloriana. It's a specific species, and um, Bradford was a, a variety that has been sold. Cleveland worst Select. smelling blooms. I know, right? Well, and and a lot of times too, some of our um, ornamental or our commercially produced um, pears were also grafted onto. Pyrus caloriana because it's a great rootstock for some of our yeah. edible pears, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, it's a very aggressive rootstock, and so sometimes it outgrows mm-hmm. the pear that was grafted to it. And I've I've gone out to people's yards and seen, you know, it's half if it, it's half a, a Bartlett pear, the one that you eat, and it's half a Bradford pear. <laughs> but we're doing a we're doing a Bradford pear bounty in Lee County at the end of October. Right. There's also a Bradford pear bounty at the end of October in Rutherfordton and then one in Wilmington. And while we're hosting them in different counties and different cities, that is open to anybody across North Carolina. So if you've cut down a Bradford pear this year, um, you can you can apply for a tree through that program. So it's mm-hmm. a you get a free tree. We don't pay for the removal, but we will give you a free tree up to five trees. For every Bradford pear that you remove, and all you have to do is show up on one of those days. What kind of trees would, would that you we're, supply? We're, produ- we're we're offering about twelve to fifteen species now. I don't know the final count, mm-hmm. um, but on October twelfth, um, I am doing a Zoom and in person class. It's Thursday, October twelfth. Um, you can join us via Zoom or um, in person in Lee County, and I'm going to be talking about all the trees that are going to be on offer. So. For anybody who's interested in learning about native trees and shrubs, that's a great talk because that talk is essentially here are all the great things about these plants, my, why you might want to choose them to put in your landscape. Mm. Let's talk to Debbie. Debbie, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Hey. Um, I enjoy listening to your show, and I try to listen faithfully, and I'm sure this question has come up over the last couple of months, but would you all just talk a little bit about hard pruning this time of the year. I mean, just several of my shrubs, my ligustrums, my um, Indian hawthorns, they're just huge. And I just, yeah, I know I could do a light trimming, but can you do heavy pruning this time of the year or is it better to wait? Very, very good question, Debbie. And and how, how doth thou come down on that? <laughs> well, I, I think it's better to wait. <laughs> uh, you know, my, what I've learned is that uh, heavy pruning like that is late February, early March. That's the time to do it. Um, so if if you can, unless wait. you, ha- I guess, unless you have a spring flowering plant. Yeah, although even then, if you've got a spring flowering plant that's just like huge, an that's just absolutely huge, and you need to do some major major size control, there's a case to go ahead and do it late February, early March sacrifice a year's worth of blossoms mm-hmm. um and and then just enjoy it the following season yeah um, don't don't suffer any plants in your face if you don't have to paul's got a great point um you know the winter for north carolina while we have a great we have a very mild winter all things considered and we love that as gardeners in our region mm-hmm. but we can still get those really we can get those hard cold snaps we can get those ice storms and so the the more material we can leave on our plants kind of to help them through the winter time and and reduce the amount of wounds that we create in our plants over the winter time and get them kind of through the winter is is much better so great point does that uh help for you debbie what were you thinking about cutting back you said ligustrum and 
And what else? The duster, my Indian hawthorn, is just <laughs> huge. I cut it back severely in the spring this year, but it has just tripled in size. So, um, well, that's you know, some people can grow those, and some people get uh, like a, a leaf spot, like an Enomarsporium yeah. leaf spot on them. But yours seem happy. They're happy. They're very happy. <laughs> and, and and with with some plants that are vigorous like that, you know, if you're going to cut them back, cut them back again in the spring. But don't be afraid to whack them back again in in the summer. Sometimes like a, a double a double whack. Some of these really vigorous things need that to kind of control that. Um, bushy growth that they they produce in response to a heavy pruning. Well, sounds great. I appreciate the information, and I will <laughs> just hold off because I want them to live through the sum, through the winter and be beautiful again next spring and summer. So, thanks so much. I enjoy your show. And if you, if Thank you. we we try and mention there are pruning demonstrations mm-hmm. at Extension Services, and and also I know Nelsa and and others. Uh, at, at garden centers do pruning demonstrations and it's always good to to have some have you know if you have to do any intricate pruning particularly to to know how to do That's it great information because it's definitely there's an art to that i know there is paul did you want to add anything yeah art and science for sure yeah. um yeah uh, so you know check in with your local extension office you know after the first of the year those pruning demos are usually, you know, in that January, February, March time frame. Um, uh, or check with your local garden center, extension center, and see, see what might be coming up. Yeah. For sure. Debbie, thank you so much for calling us. Thank you. Thank you. I enjoy your program. Thanks thank so you. much. Bye-bye. All right, 919-860-9783. Uh, cars are, are so important, so expensive to take care of, so expensive to buy. You've got to... You've got to uh, be proactive, and that's something that uh, mechanics have, have always told me. And uh, the king of the mechanics is uh, is Dean Bailey, and uh, he owns King's Auto Service. And King's goes back to the 1940s. His uncle owned it, and he has, has owned it for many, many years. Uh, it doesn't matter what part of the car or what kind of car. They can uh, pretty much take care of it for you. And going in, getting oil changes, getting things checked immediately if you notice a problem, get that taken care of because cars don't usually fix themselves, especially uh, the combustible engine do not uh, fix themselves. The transmissions do not fix themselves. A suspension problem that you may have gotten from driving on the belt line before it was painted uh, (laughs) but before it was paved is not going to uh, fix itself so if you notice any problem get it taken care of as early as possible and also let uh, the folks at king's look over your car and and uh, take a check on it once in a while and uh, see if anything needs to be done get your air conditioning checked your heating checked all of that and if you have a hybrid vehicle they have certified hybrid specialists at uh, at king's auto service and so you can get those checked very easily you get your regular 12 volt batter battery checked also uh, for internal combustion engine cars and gosh the batteries just don't seem to last like they used to but the the hybrid batteries normally last a pretty good while They've got that down pat. But when they do 
need replacements, they can replace them for less uh, replacement batteries. <clears throat> excuse me, at uh, King's Auto Service. So they're at uh, on West Street in downtown Raleigh. King's Auto Service since 1946. More of the weekend gardener coming up. If I still have a voice. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right. We're back. We're back. We made it through another (laughs) three-hour program. It doesn't seem like it, though, does it? It really didn't. Flies by. No, it it buzzes buzzes right by. So uh, what do you got going on, Paul? You want to go look for your wife who's hiking, right? Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go find my wife. Yeah, um, she Kate. went for she went for a, white, a hike while we were doing the show. Good but, for her. Uh, if you're up in Vance County, come to the farmers market on Saturdays. We're open uh, still, so come see us at the farmers market. Wonderful. In uh, that's County. until when? When do y'all shut down for that? Uh, we usually run until early December. Um, we've got a big uh, holiday market the third <clears throat> Saturday in November which is a lot of fun. We'll probably have 35, 40 vendors that day. And I hear that we may be coming to Lee County. I'm hoping so soon. I hope so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But tell you you all have a lot of special things going on there. Tell us about the market there across from Yarborough. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the Sanford (laughs) Farmer's Market um, is operating until November 11th. Um, and that last day is going to be um, really amazing. That's our ho- that's our holiday market. So you can go down to Sanford for their holiday market on the the, the 11th and the next weekend go down to Vance, yeah, up to Vance right, County. Right. Um, but I'm actually really excited. Um, on October 21st is the weekend that the Extension Master Gardeners usually are at the Sanford Farmers Market. But that is also the holiday, um, the um, the youth business fair weekend as well. So we have a takeover of um, young people who have made crafts and things, and they come to the farmers market and sell right along with the market vendors. And it's to encourage them to learn business skills and how to to run a kind of a small business. And they do a little bit of of working with the farmer's market manager and some of the local business people, which Very I think good. is a really great collaboration that Meredith has come up with. Thank you all so much for uh, joining us this morning. Always uh, love having extension agents. Always a pleasure. <laughs> we appreciate the support. Yeah. Likewise. Thank you yes. so much for having we, us. We're so glad that uh, Bill got in touch with me. <laughs> I, uh, your extension chairman. But, Th- uh, thank you, Bill. Thank you, Susan. Absolutely. Both, they both have con- uh, um texted me this morning fantastic all right well everybody have a great weekend we'll see you next week uh the show will be at the state farmers market in raleigh in all our glory and uh rufus may have some plants to give away we'll see you then we love you we'll see you next week jason thank you buddy